Hello, listeners. This is Planner Lifestyle Podcast. Behind every planner, there's a person. And behind every person, there's a story. Welcome to another episode. And today I bring you Erica Bunn from Isis Ella Jewel. And you may know her from the Jewel Box. As I was trying to get her intro together, I was thinking, how do I summarize this fierce, fabulous individual? And in lieu of me trying to give you teasers about what the episode's about, I pulled some quotes from the episode to give you a feel for what's in store. Erica says, if your past walks in front of you, it'll cast a shadow. You need to make a choice. Do you want to be scared? Do you want to be fearless? Greatness is inside of you. You just got to wake it up. And lastly, if you don't know the subject, you'll fail the class. All right, let's get into it with Erica from The Jewel Box. Welcome, Erica, to Planner Lifestyle Podcast. I'm so glad you're here today. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. (laughs) I'm excited. Thank you. is a new experience for you, but you are not a stranger to the planner community at all. Can you give an introductory bio of yourself if some of my listeners are just meeting you for the first time or just to get kind of give a refresher of where we can find you online and things like that? Sure. No problem for everybody. My name is Erica. I am, how do I say this? I am a self-taught artist and I taught myself how to sculpt planner charms and paper clips and also taught myself how to design stationary products since <sighs> maybe I want to say about seven years ago and it has allowed me a platform to be in a hobby that I love and it allows me to spread joy through my art and to be a good mom and a wife so I am self-taught I have fun with this hobby and I enjoy this hobby and it allows me to do fun things like this so I'm a little bit nervous but I also am excited That's a great background but can you tell us where we can like find you online Um you guys can find me on Instagram at Isis underscore Ella underscore Jules. That is where I first started off. That is where you will find all my work, all my art, all my information. You can find me on my website at www.thejewelbox.store where you can subscribe to my my bi-monthly subscription box that is filled with stationary goodies to help you plan and create creative projects and also to help you heal on a deeper level. You can also shop my store. It is the same um, link www.thejewelbox.store slash shop s-h-o-p and those are where you can find me oh and you can also find me on facebook in the jewel box group where we do a lot of fun activities that has to do with you um, journaling planning and just having a good time on your self-love mental wellness journey I look forward to seeing you on those places. Um, If you are new to the Jewel Box and you find her and you are signing up, please tag Planner Lifestyle Podcast and Isis Ella Jewels and just say uh, thanks for the heads up because you will not be disappointed. Her stuff is so beautiful and timely and helpful and healthful that it really does shine through paper, like meaning, which is which is hard to do with an inanimate object. It is. Yeah, it is hard. It is real hard. I, I, when I started this box, if I could get into it, um, I didn't think any of this as far as affirmations go. I wanted affirmations. I wanted something that said other than what planner girl, 
a boss lady. I kind of was getting tired of those repetitive um, type of journal cards. And I needed something that was going to make me feel more fulfilled or at least be encouraging. So when I was planning to get this box off the ground, I had a lot of quotes in my journals and just written on notes all over my office, my craft room that was inspiring me every day. And I wanted to put those in the box so we can also do for other women what it's been doing for me. And I needed those affirmations to help push me forward and not just be something that could be pretty in my planner or on my wall. And so I get an opportunity now where I can sit back and look now at the past boxes that we've had. And I've watched myself grow as an artist and that's career wise, creative wise. But when I actually feel how much I've grown from the first box up into this current box that we're doing, there's a part of me that is just screaming with, God, thank you. You know, like, thank you. You know, it's just simple. It's so little. But the power behind that thank you is so massive. And there's no words or anything that I can do to show my gratitude for how much personal spiritual growth that I've been able to capture by healing and allowing myself to be present instead of in my mind and in the past. So seeing the box right now in this state where it's just a healing box and it's taken over in its entirety to be in that is amazing. And it's not something I'm fighting. I'm embracing it. You say hobby, but you're pro. You're super pro. So <laughs> let's not underestimate what you're doing. <laughs> you're super. That's part of my walk right now is accepting that I'm not this hobbyist. Um, within the last two years, I've just accepted that I'm an artist and I'm a pretty good artist, I should say. And that's me not trying to be... Um, conceited or narcissistic or anything like that. Like right now, my current walk is to walk in my purpose. And right now my purpose is telling me that I need to build my confidence up more in accepting that I am, I'm sorry, I'm going to say this, that I'm badass. Never apologize for being badass. No way. (laughs) (laughs) Like I've always denounced my greatness with what I'm able to do. And I've always deflected it like I'm not worthy of that type of accomplishment like everybody else that I see that has power that is exuding that power and killing it in their field I'll give like oh my god you're so talented you're so oh my god you're amazing but when that is being told to me daily especially in the past I would always deflect it deflect it like no they can't that's not you know that's not something that I'm capable of doing because of my history and my personal life but since having this jewel box and allowing it to be not only a very creative process for me, but a healing process for me. It is showing me that I need to accept that greatness more. I am talented. I am badass and I am doing it in a way that not hurts people, but helps people. So if it's helping people and it's helping me, why not accept that? That's right. Let that sink in. I'm just like in a moment of <laughs> at a moment of silence for everyone to realize how important that is in their own lives too. You know? It, yes. And yes. that's what's so 
imperative that we share our stories because not only is it kind of bringing us next level to kind of identify what our story is, um, building that confidence to share it regardless of what people think of it, but it also can connect Mm -hmm. on so many levels where your voice goes into their lives. Maybe they're not doing a subscription box in the planner community, but maybe they're a nurse who works the night shift and does a bunch of other stuff and underplays their value on their floor in their unit or whatever. And they need to step up to their shift supervisor and say, Hey, you know, this is, I'm good at this. You need to recognize I'm badass in this wing, you know? And so you never know how far you are going to impact. And that is so exciting to me. Like I get goosebumps because I'm just like, yes, yes, Lord, pass this on. (laughs) And and I hesitate sometimes to be like such a cheerleader or bubbly, like let's all be friends and encourage each other because I know real life stings and I know pasts and even present situations can be so heavy to carry. So I don't ever want to dismiss that. Oh, all we need to do is just, you know, yay, rah, rah, me. But there is some value into that positivity that can be transformative. So what I'm wondering from you, Erica, is you say, oh, through the jewel box, but has there been a moment that really kind of like you cleaved, uh, like separated your past from your present? Or is it something that you'll just kind of bring along with you for the rest of your life? Like, how are you healing? You've mentioned healing in, in many ways. Um And that means different things to different people, I'm realizing. In um, Mm -hmm. faith-based Christian circles, that is a common vernacular. That's a common word that we we kind of mutually understand um, what that means. But I'm as I speak to more and more people outside my bubble, outside you know, in other faith Mm -hmm. or belief systems or um, Mm -hmm. what have you, they don't quite. um, And not to put that down that they need to understand, but. Will you explain what that looks like or means to you? What I'm feeling right now with my purpose walk is that my past or any of the traumatic experiences that have shaped me will always be with me. I think what what I'm realizing now while I'm studying and learning about myself and people around me and the things that I've been through is that when you're walking with your past, your past doesn't have to be the one walking in front of you. Mm. Your past is exactly what it is supposed to be behind you. Say that again. But Say, wait, slow your... down. Say that again. That is good. <laughs> Do you even know what you just said? Say it again. I know. You are going to walk with your past, but your past is supposed to be behind you, not walking in front mm-hmm. of you. And when I realized that my past was walking in front of me, it allowed doubt and fear to roam all over in my decision-making. Hence why I wasn't accepting of the talented um, compliments that I was getting or accepting any compliments of any good deeds that I was doing because my past was walking. It was like a shadow and it was overpowering because I allowed my power to be swallowed up by my past. Um, There are things that'll happen. People are calling them patterns that'll repeatedly show itself in your life. And there is a reason for that, that I've learned. And those patterns will continuously happen because your past is trying to get your attention. 
and is trying to tell you that there's something that you either need to do. You can either accept what has happened and move on with it, or you could continuously let me power you, um, have power over you. And you have to allow yourself to have a moment of silence and just figure out which direction you want to go and how you want to go about on, you know, that walk in that direction. Like, do you want to be scared? Do you want to be fearless? Do you want to be this person that you think you are, what people think you are? Who, what are you? Who are you? Whose are you? Like, what center do you have that you can control to get you through this point A to point B? And I had to do that. And so I say that healing and all that stuff can walk with you. You could be a work in progress as you get to the destination where healing can be completed. You can. And I've done it on several different things and allowed myself to just embrace every second of my past Hmm. for me to be here in this space where I'm thriving. I want to also say that you mentioned the religion aspect where you mentioned the Christian faith and believe it or not, I am not a Christian. Mm, Okay. How do you identify? I'm a spiritual being. I am a, I am a spiritual being in a human body. So maybe that term healing is broader than I thought. It is. It isn't. Let me tell you why I was doubting. I use that, um, in a reference, in a conversation with a family member, and we were having a disagreement, and I said something about, which, I mean, how can you use healing as a weapon? Like, you need some healing. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you just trigger, you trigger that know, person totally with that. Like, That's why. You know, we win some, we lose some, and we learn from that and kind of try to hopefully, you know, articulate better <laughs> next time. Oh, I don't Lord. I, <laughs> But you know, you know, you, you think it, you know, you know, when you see it, yeah. and you're like, mm, you yeah. need to do some reflection. <laughs> you do, you do. But, but that ooh. can, that could trigger yes. people. It could trigger oh, people. Oh, for sure. And, it but can. it was like, why do you think I'm broken? Like they didn't have, they had no, that was like a huge offense. And I actually said I was meaning it to be of a concern, a tender, like, I want to allow space for you to grow and heal and, and move on and, and, and reconcile and be you know bloom but to them they were like you are Mm -hmm. identifying me as broken why only sick people need healing like literal like you know when you break a leg you need to put a cast on it and heal it and they had never thought about themselves as a spiritual vessel as a being or, or or maybe in a context of which some other person would come and comment on their brokenness so yeah so then I'm I wanted to be sensitive to talk about healing in the terms of like, what does that mean? Because I have um, some kids, I'm a homeschool mom. And so we have some Mm -hmm. classes that we are in logic and um, debate and things like that, where we have to define our terms before you get into an argument with someone like a Come like on a now. purposeful argument, you know, not like a fight. Come and on. so you're like, wait, what yes. are you talking about when you say spiritual being? What am I talking about? When I say healing, what do you, you know, so you even to the basic level of. You have to clarify. Have to clarify. You really you do. On- and that's mm-hmm. why, <laughs> that's why I wanted to say what I'm saying, because now that I, okay, let me give you a little bit of background on me. I 
was born into a Christian family and a Catholic family. Don't ask me how that happened, but Catholics on one side, Christians on one side. And I moved towards the Christian faith because that's the one that spoke more to my heart. But there were things that happened in my eyes with those closest to me that were or that are still in that faith that just made me feel like this isn't the type of relationship I want to have with my higher mm-hmm. power. It really scarred me and it scarred me for a long time. I'm talking about things where people pray into you and pray and or speak a word. It's called let me speak a word into your life. But the actions weren't speaking that word. So you could could speak or pray. Yeah. Yeah. You could speak a word into my life, but your actions showed otherwise. And that coming from those closest to me, I'm talking about family, like family, family, it hurt me and it caused me to hate everything around me, even to the point that I was hurting myself. Because I didn't have the love language to describe what I was feeling. How can you, my question now was looking back at that moment was like, how could you tell someone what was going on with you if you didn't know what was happening to you? Mm -hmm. And because, yeah, yeah, I didn't have the words. And because I didn't know that subject, I continuously failed in that class. And it hurt me financially. It hurt me spiritually. It hurt me physically. And it was causing this emotional um, moment of me just breaking down, searching for love outside myself in everyone and everything. I never looked for it for myself. I didn't. And are you saying when you were looking for love um, from everything outside yourself, I'm assuming that didn't work or. And none of them, none of those loves worked. They never did. And none of them did. In fact, I had several breakdowns before I got into a relationship with my husband. I had several breakdowns because I allowed myself to continue to look for love in all the wrong things and all the wrong people. And at that point I had given up on Christianity because I I got saved several times in my family's church. And it just, it didn't make me feel the strength and the empowerment that I have now. And this is my experience. This has nothing to do with anybody's experience. I'm not denouncing Christianity. I think Christianity is needed. I believe every religion is needed if the sole purpose is for you to better yourself and help humanity. But for me, my experience, because of the way it unfolded, it was almost like it wanted to teach me something about people and faith. Like I like there was a lesson. I, I mentioned earlier patterns. The pattern was telling me that you could be devoted, but not those that are devoted to might have the same heart as you, where you are probably walking and you're talking and you're like, man, we're our brothers and sisters. We are. I'm going to give you everything I got because I want you to succeed. That other person who could be in that faith may not see you like that or may be in that space like that. Yeah. And that's what I had to learn. Yeah. I 
recently had someone tell me about um, their experience as a mother teaching their middle school children. I'll try to tie this together, I promise, um, about different okay. levels of friendship and how some people mm-hmm. you might treat someone like they're the fine china. So they're setting this stage that people are, are like dishes, like a service, you know, mm-hmm. a place setting. And you might treat someone like mm-hmm. they're china and they're treating treating you like a paper plate. And Mm -hmm. sometimes you need to see who in your life is treating you like a paper plate. (laughs) And I mean, not like you want to like treat them back like a paper plate, but you know, you have to kind of monitor what people's actions are to how you're treating them back. And, you know, you kind of want to be on the same level. You don't want to be treating someone like China and you are expecting to be treated like China back. And, you know, you just have a grease stain in the bottom of some picnic garbage can. Like, no, yeah. I don't want I don't want that. And so you do have to kind of set up boundaries and create your community around you. And if that particular sure. um, family group or religious group um, was, yeah, treating you like a paper plate and they're asking you to treat them like China, I'm out. No, thanks. That's not right. That is not yeah, right. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much, no, that's literally what I had to learn. And I had to learn that through my children and through my husband. I mean, after those earlier times where I was having nervous breakdowns and things like that, that was me fighting myself and trying to control the situation that love outside myself is the winner. You know, it wasn't until after I finally did find my soulmate who was always there since I was a kid and had my babies that they were the blessing that I needed to show me like love has to come from within you to you. And no matter how many children you have, no matter how much my husband showered me with gifts and unconditional love, it still wasn't enough for me. I didn't know how to love myself. I felt like if I continue to do these things for people that that's what's going to give me love. You have to have love for yourself. When I finally started studying and reading and accepting who I am and loving myself finally for who I am and forgiving myself for throwing myself through the ringer for everything and everybody and finally just saying, girl, stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stop and just be here for yourself. The same fine China analogy that you gave, you could apply it to me. I was giving everybody the five-star cuisine on that fine China and giving myself nothing on that paper plate. You know, I never looked at myself that I deserve fine China too. That you, you, mm -hmm. that you are. Yeah. 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 I had to, I had to see that for myself. And, um, it finally came full circle after I had my third child, Jackson. And Jackson came at a time where I was still battling a little bit of depression right on the cusp of launching the jewel box. I really do continue to say to this day that the jewel box is what helped me. It really did. It pushed me in ways and places and pushed me in situations that I had to really look at things for what it truly is and not what I wanted it to be. We can have the ability to make things look exactly like we wanted to, so we could tell ourselves that this is a good decision. 
But if you're feeling that this is not a good decision, you don't need to be here. You got to learn how to trust your intuition and do that. And I was ignoring my intuition and just trusting my eyes. That's that whole concept that you can't walk by sight. You got to walk by faith. And it's something that I continuously do to today because it is definitely in a blueprint that everybody should follow. It is. So do you, did you develop discernment in just understanding what you're seeing is not what you're getting? Like, or, or just finally admitting to yourself, like maybe you knew all along, but finally admitting to yourself, like, "Mm, something's not congruent here. Something's not adding up. Discernment 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 really came and it saved me i want to say it's like my saving grace because when you see patterns from your personal life flowing into your business environment but you're not in those situations with those certain type of people this is a completely different type of people you're in a completely type of environment you're away from things but the pattern that hurt is there. It's still there. It's the same type of hurt. That is something that you have to stop and sit down and ask the question like, what is going on? Why am I feeling this right here, right now? When I did this, I've did that. I've done this. I'm not doing these things. I'm not even with these type of people. Why is this pain here? It's because you never addressed it. You never faced it. You never accepted it. You never figured out why. And now it's here. Until you address anything that's unhealed in your past, it will follow you anywhere you go. No matter how rich or famous or healthy or how, yeah, like you said, how many kids you have. Yeah. No matter how many people you even have in your DM saying, you're amazing. You are, this is awesome. You changed my life. Like all these great accomplishments. Number one in this record or that, it doesn't, yeah, it totally doesn't matter. It will follow you and it will follow you because you haven't addressed the elephant in the room. And I have, I'm, I'm a Taurus, so I'm very stubborn. And, um, a lot of times when God talked to me and he needs me to do something in the past, not now, cause I'm listening a lot more Lord. I am. <laughs> he, uh, I'm going to have to force you up out of here. I'm going to have to have these people drag you outside their house. Like, mentally wise, like you got to get up out of here and I'm gonna have to force you out. I know this isn't the way I wanted to do it, but you leave me no choice because you're hard headed. And that stubbornness can be good in certain areas. Like for business is great because if you got a gut feeling that this is going to work and people are trying to tell you it's not going to work and you know, it's going to work, that stubbornness will pay off because it can work whatever idea you have. But in your personal life, it is toxic because people could be telling you things that you really need to hear, especially if they love you mm-hmm. and they care about you and you're stubborn and you don't want to change. That can hurt you a lot. You can lose your family. You can lose everything you've worked for. It can hurt you. And so for me, I had to sit finally down when the jewel box was launched. And I had to say like, God, why am I here with this? Like, why did you give me this? Why did you think that I could do this? What is it about me you need me to see? And he showed me. He showed me all these things that touched me. Only I would understand. Like he showed me signs daily. 
I would get confirmation all day to say like, look, I know how you work. I know how you think. So I'm going to touch you here and I'm going to show you something through the things that I know will grab your attention. And some people call that synchronicity or something like that. But I think it's just divine. You know, I realized I was talking to my husband about this. We all have it. We all have a personal relationship with our higher power. And the way that we speak and communicate to know that we're on the right path and we're walking in our purpose is what they show, what he'll show you, it'll resonate with you and you'll know it's for you. You just feel it. You just feel that it's for you. And I've been getting that daily and it allows me to continue to have faith in myself, in my higher power and to keep going, even when things don't look like what I want it to look like. I trust it anyway and know that I'm okay because I'm feeling not looking, you know, and I just have to trust it. And that's how the jewel box has been able to help me. Like I wouldn't have dreamed. I think it's when I went to uh, black women who plan and create um, first, second conference. And it was in Atlanta and I walked through them doors And all those beautiful women from all walks of life and background came up to me and embraced me and told me, like, I love your spirit. You're so humble. You're so sweet. You're so kind. I've never met a shop owner like you before that just you're just you're just having a good time. If they only knew what I had to go through to get to that place, you know what it took for me, how many times I've cried and bawled all day in my house. My children looking at me like, mommy, what's wrong? My husband's at our other place of business, putting in work, providing. And here I am, don't need for anything materialistic, but my spirit was starving. And I didn't have the words even after becoming a mom and a wife, what that was until the jewel box. The jewel box gave me an opportunity to study and it allowed me to help find words, which I like to call love language because we need love language to be able to communicate to our most vulnerable self. We are good at talking negative to ourselves about anything and anyone. And you need a language that's going to baby you and cater you until you completely heal. And that's okay. I had to make that okay for me to be able to heal and be able to smile and be able to talk to people and accept the things that are becoming, that are coming before me. And no, I was mm-hmm, gonna, go ahead. I, it, as you were talking, it really just kind of impacted me about um, the love language that you're talking about, or like all the quotes that mm-hmm. you had referenced earlier and that are very prevalent in all your mm-hmm. work. Um mm-hmm. It seems as though even reading those, maybe you're not ready to say that to yourself. Like, so someone who would be a subscriber and got the box has a little um, die cut, has the little Mm -hmm. journal card, has the sticker, whatever, um, Mm -hmm. and sticks that in their front Mm -hmm. of their little dashboard or what have you. They Mm -hmm. might not believe that themselves yet, but they are seeing it and they can read it. They might not even be able to allow their voice to squeak those words out because it just seems so foreign yes. to them that that could apply to them. But I think repetition in seeing those things. And when you surround yourself with that kind of language, I mean, we kind of are a result of the things we put in front of us. So 
come on i mean yeah, it's it, sure. in those in that way it i mean i'm i'm hopeful that that your subscribers and the people that you know use you as an influencer are are able to see what how what that kind of power can do for them and yeah i just i i'm not surprised that people came up to you and hugged you because um, first of all, I did meet you in real life at the planning a better me retreat, and you are yes. chill. Like <laughs> you just <laughs> are. Like, like what's up? I think that's the I'm California in you, it. though. It's like, what's up? Like, <laughs> I love it. I love the space that I am in right now. I'm so in love with myself. I'm in love with my life. I'm in love with my box. I am in love with everything that is manifesting itself right now in front of my eyes because of the healing that I've been doing. And to see so many women, even now after that, now let's just say the planning a better me experience was so amazing that that was a pivotal point for me too. Because when I got back, I was on that plane and all I could think about is, man, I want to get home to my husband right now. And I just want to be in his arms, surrounded by our kids and I just want us to just enjoy every day we get. I, that probably was the most longest plane ride I've ever been on because I really wanted to get home to my husband. I had such a beautiful experience at that event. Everybody I met, everybody I took a picture with, everybody I sang, danced, hung out with, had food with, had a conversation with inspired me. I enjoyed the shop owners that were there. God, it was so good to sit down and have a shop owner's lunch. It was so good to get perspective on how we're handling motherhood and business. And that conversation between me and those ladies that day at this amazing retreat helped give me perspective and what is important to me. Like, I don't think, like I said, everybody's experience is going to be different. It's going to be unique to them. Whatever it is that you need and want or what you want to happen in your life, your higher up is going to make sure they find a way to talk to you and show you and help you get confirmation. My confirmation, what I needed to hear outside of the panel women that were talking happened at that retreat when I sat down with the shop owners and I asked them, like, how are we how how are you guys doing balancing um, your, 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 your motherhood. And now you got all this, you got all this new work and people, and you're just like, how are you guys balancing all of this? And one person mentioned that everything they have, everything they got is being put into their business and it works for them. And they're happy with that. They don't need to have any other thing to amplify the blessings that they have. Another one of the shop owners was saying like, man, my, myself and my children and my husband come first and that's important to me. And I sat there and I listened to those women speak about their blessings. And I said, E, what do you want to do? What's important to you? And I remember my spirit jumping up, girl, your family, our family, our kids. Yes, you love your art, but your family is the number one important thing to you. Let's put that there and let's put you up there too. Like you got to come up there now with your family. Like your well-being is important. Let's, let's amplify that. Yeah. And I remember getting up from that table. I hugged all those women. We went back to our um, vending tables and we were selling and doing our thing. And I remember leaving that retreat and being at the airport. And I was just sitting there like, God, you did that. Mm. <laughs> you 
did that. Like the way you set that up, I was sitting there at the airport by myself. It's three o'clock in the morning, getting ready to get back on that flight to, um, from Virginia to LA. And I'm like, yo, like, did you really just set up this whole little play? Like from everything from the coaches down to the players, down to the referee, everything like that play was unique for me. That play was unique for my well-being. That play was what I needed to go harder in the jewel box. That play was what I needed to make sure that power, the last box for December was banging with Pasha. I needed that. I needed that confirmation for me to go hard for myself. When I tell you that I've been the biggest hater towards myself, wasn't the people that I allowed that did things negatively. I allowed them people to come in and do that. I allowed them people to stay. I allowed all those situations to get out of hand and swallow me up. But that particular moment, I found my power back. And I remember being on that plane like, man, if I get home and I get off this plane and I get to my babies, I ain't never looking back. And if I do look back, you're going to be a testimony. You're not going to be something that's going to be sitting up here with me getting glory. You will not have that much power. And I just remember telling myself when I got into my office and I got back to work, like, E, it's time to turn up. It's time to just live the life that you say you want to live. Taking care of your mental state and your spirituality. Showering and loving on your babies. Taking care of your best friend, your husband, your confidant. Making sure he has everything he needs that he doesn't need for, want for anything. And making sure that you guys can feel every blessing that I'm getting in my art. And to know that you have the power to create the life that you want to live, that you too have the ability to have greatness in you. In fact, greatness is already in you. You just got to wake it up. But what's going to wake it up? I don't know. That's why your power and your story, they're all unique because I don't know what you need. I know what I need. And so the things that are helping me to find out what power I have and how far I can push this greatness inside of me, I'm going to try my hardest to make sure I can use stationery, use planner charms and paper clips to connect that energy that when you touch it, it gives you positivity so that you can be open to the change that you need to be able to find your path and embrace your path. I want everybody in the community, every shop owner, every customer, every person <laughs> to feel good about themselves. Like, I just want these women to understand these men, the, whatever you go by, whatever you call yourself, whatever your label is, just to listen to what I'm saying. There is no need for any of us to be feeling like we're not wanted or, or hurt or feeling less than. We all have the jewels we need inside of us to be the best person we can be. If there's something you love, something you want to do, do it. You only got one life right here to live. You only got one opportunity this life to make whatever it is you want in your heart to manifest. Do not allow fear and doubt your mind 
to get you tripped up in a story that you don't want to be a part of. Create yeah, the write story. It, write you your want. own story. Yep. Go for it. Pick yourself up. Wipe those tears and say, you know what? Yeah, you got me on that one. But I'm going to create this rule right here that this won't happen. So this won't happen again. Create your boundaries. Stand by it's your like boundaries. Edit. That's what I think. They're, right? It's like a, you can write on. your story. And maybe it did. scene one didn't work out the way you thought it did. Yeah. Like rewrite it. We have editors and publishers and screenplays. And think of all the content around a story. Come on. Storyboards, even advertising. You can change the next scene. Why you think they're called bloopers? <laughs> Oopsie, grab bags. Like my husband and I, we have a production company and we have hundreds and hundreds and thousands of bloopers from all the people we work with, celebrities, um, government officials, all kind of stuff. And if you could just see some of the most craziest, I mean, Oh, that don't look good. Look at that facial expression. Ooh, oh my God. They really don't look that good on camera. Like, but if you saw the finished product though, after my husband slapped filters and re-edited things and moved things around and the finished product, everybody's like, oh my God, that is so beautiful. You made me cry. Oh my God. I feel so connected. What do you think we can do with our lives? We can slap some filters on. All you have to do. <laughs> I'm here for that. Yes. Like, Ooh, look at my lashes on this filter. This looks nice. <laughs> But you know what's crazy, too, about filters? A lot of people are saying, the hell with yeah. filters. You're just going to get this yeah. raw footage, and we just going to bang it out. This is me live and in color. And that's where I'm at right now. I'm like, man, forget the filters. I'm so open right now. Like, I want to enjoy everything. Okay, so you have a problem? You got a problem with me? Okay, let's talk about it. Okay, okay. So that's what happened? I did that? I was like that? That sounds a little bit like me. Let me apologize. Let me apologize. Okay, you want to say something? Okay, go ahead. It's not about me overpowering you, me trying to get all the shine. I could care less. Like a great man just went home mm. and he went home with his mm. baby and a lot of other great people went home. If people don't recognize that there's an emotional portal open right now to bring everybody back down and open up their consciousness to let them know, like we're all getting to go down that road too. How, when, where? I don't know, but this man was 41, lived a great life, did some great things, inspired everybody he came in contact with, and has left a legacy not only for his other children, but for the whole world. My son can grow up watching this man's play footage, listen to this man give inspiration, and my son could be great too. The lesson is, and that is to appreciate, go hard in your life enjoy your life and don't worry about the small things that's trying to control you. Well, I think there's an example too, right there of, um, mm -hmm. the past being a shadow because, mm -hmm. you know, the, let's say, uh, I don't know how you would phrase it. Hiccups, uh, accusations. Yeah. What, I don't know. However you want to say uh, people's lives are kind of a bumpy road sometimes, but he didn't stay there, I guess you would say. I'm not, you know. But isn't yeah. that the lesson? Yeah. Aren't we here to learn lessons down here? And that's what I'm trying to tell you. Ain't none of us are perfect. None of us are. And we have a hard time accepting that we are not perfect. I know I'm not perfect. I may not have done some things to intentionally put some people in some really crazy places, 
But if I told you some of the thoughts I had after somebody did something to me, you would be like, Erica. But I did think it. But I had to forgive myself and say that I was coming from a place of where I didn't know better. Like I said, when you don't have the love language, you don't know the subject, you're going to fail that class. And you will continue to fail until you study and you get familiar with that subject. You have to learn lessons in this life. This is why people continue to make the same mistakes over and over again with financial problems. Yeah, they're showing up. Yeah. Those patterns are there to tell you that there's something that you're not getting. And the minute you get it, poof, patterns gone. It doesn't have power over you. You rewrite. You change the fabric of your life. Could you kind of elaborate a little bit more on some tangible um, Mm -hmm. themes that you've incorporated into your planner box? Like we've talked a lot about the feels, which I love. I'm an Enneagram four and I'm all about let's sit in our feelings. And I think Mm -hmm. it's so great and powerful. So I'm super happy that you're very open. I just, I know people are listening like, yes, 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 yes. And some are like, no, no, no. Not me. Girl, are you remember you say something about healing? They start talking about I'm broken. What you trying to say? See, I don't like that girl. She always talk about healing. Exactly. <laughs> no, I think the themes are personal. The themes that I have for each box is coming from me. Um, simply grateful, which is up right now, that starts shipping out at the end of February, came from me. Being in a place of gratitude after I got back from planning a better me. Again, like I use my life. I That's all I can use. I'm being my most authentic self in these titles. So Simply Grateful is on the chopping block right now. And it came from a place that I was in a state of gratefulness after planning a better me. I went into complete isolation. And I'm still in um, isolation right now. I'm in my thing that I call solitude. And when I got back from planning a better me, I just wanted to be in a space of just gratitude where I could just hear God speak to me and just be by myself. No friends, no family, really. Just my inner circle, my kids, my husband, my parents or whatever. But I've completely shut my personal self off from the community, completely. When I do talk to people in the community, it's business-wise and encouraging women to continue to move on their journey. But simply grateful came from me just telling myself every day I'm going to journal about what I'm grateful for. And I did that for, and I'm actually, that was in September, October, November, December. We're in January, about four months I've been in a state of gratitude. And so I'm like, you know what? You don't know how, like I was telling myself, I was praying or whatever. And I'm like, E, like you shifted your thoughts by just writing about what you're happy about and what you're thankful for. What if we do this? for a box. And I'm like, how can we put that in a box? Again, tangible art, like feelings. How do you convey feelings into stationary products? I mean, you can say grateful, (laughs) you know, you can put grateful. You you can say grateful. You can say grateful. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And I'm just like, well, that's for me, that's tacky. It's like, you're just slapping a term on something and there's no thought behind it really. I had to figure out, like, what are you grateful for? Like, what things are talking to you right now? And how can you relate that message to your audience? How can you get other women to be grateful for just the, the, the I don't even hate when I say the little things. The little things always seem like they get, it's like 
it's like it's like like, putting them down like they're kind of condescending like yeah but 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 i want a I want a truck i want a big (laughs) mansion i mean i want the big things too (laughs) look how do you do that how do you do that how do you keep that spirit without being like girl just be grateful for what you got like no 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 you deserve Whatever it is that's in your heart, you want a big car, go get your big car. How are you going to get that big car? Are you doing stuff? Are you walking on a path where you can get that big car? So instead of talking about gratefulness, like, oh, just be grateful for what you have, man. Be grateful for who you are right now. Be grateful for who you are. Look how far you've come. Be grateful for the fact that you do have an opportunity to get whatever it is that you want. Some of us are living paycheck to paycheck. Some of us have big paychecks. But the feelings, if they're not where they need to be, that is the determining factor on where your mind state is at. Somebody that has very little can have a, a can have a heart as big as this world. And somebody that can have all that money, that big fat bank account can feel like the smallest person in the world. It's a mindset. So gratefulness is a state of mind. So it's not, oh, be grateful for for the little things, I had to figure out how to put gratefulness in this big, big, big ally on your mental wellness, self-love journey, whatever path you want to call it, whatever you got to label like, that is your biggest ally with power. Is your state of mind and how you look at everything and everyone around you. And so affirmations like forgive, bloom, be present, be focused, be reset. These are things you're going to continuously see from me. And these are things that I put on stickers in um, affirmations. And these things help your state of mind during the most difficult times where things trying to come and tell you, society trying to tell you, well, you don't drive this type of car, so you ain't popping. Like, baby, I am popping. And I love my little piece of junk car. And it's not a piece of junk. That's my baby. That's Roxana. <laughs> Roxana been with me since college. Roxana got me to admission and across that stage. Like, I don't care what you think about Roxana. Roxana is a Porsche to me. And it's like a little 1969 Buick. Come on. It's a state of mind. It literally is a state of mind. Too many times we like to have society push upon us their ideas of what they think we need to be grateful for. I do not need to be grateful for my boss walking me into the ground where I'm not getting family time with my kids, my other half, or kicking it with my friends, or being able to do the things that I love to do that makes me me. Oh, yeah. Be grateful that you do have a job. No, that's toxic. Mm. It is. It's perspective. And too many times we allow people's perspectives to impede on what our our perspective should be. Like you said, it's a mindset, but how we use that as an ally or a tool can determine how effective that is. And if it's going to tip the scale into complacency and, oh, just be grateful for what you have. Stop complaining. But you really do need to get out of a bad situation. Like, how am I... Am I supposed to be grateful that my um, sig- significant other is slapping? Like, no, I'm not grateful no, for that. No, 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 no. I love that you brought that up. And it gets into mm-hmm. also how we respond to grief, how we respond to a negative situation, like a friend who had a miscarriage. Well, at least you have two other kids. Be grateful for them. Well, I'm grieving this baby. Hello? Mm-mm. No, I, I can be grateful for no. them. Yes, I am. I'm grateful for them every day. I wake up and see their eyes looking back up at me, but... I'm in a place here of grief. Like we kind of have to meet each other 
and be careful how our words do have so much power and we can throw they around do. those platitudes and um, at least this and that. So I think it's on us to educate ourselves how best to treat one another and maybe even educate other people. Like, you know, when you said that, at least be grateful for my two other kids, that really hit me the wrong way. And here's why, you know, versus saying, oh, right. she's just, oh, she's a horrible person and da, 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 da. like just. And if, if, if they don't take it for what it is, then, then, you know, more about that person than you do about yourself, you know, like, okay, you're not willing to, to grow here, but I am. You know, I love that you put that out there because I too have been subjected to those type of things, especially when I was in a situation where I didn't know what course was, I, what class I was taking. And when I'm talking about when I was having nervous breakdowns, and I would go to my family and friends. They would always be like, but you're okay. You're going to find somebody to love you one day. Like, I ain't, uh, that ain't helping me. That ain't it. So I completely understand. This is why I have other stickers that will say things like rebuild, humble yourself, shine your crown. Your season has shifted. You have to, and I hope I say this right, where people can understand, like, and I know some of the things I'm going to say won't make people feel good, but. When somebody's in a situation that's negative, I do not expect those people to be in a place of gratitude for that situation. However, once they have found the strength to get out of those situations, if they do finally take heed to their inner voice of that, this is not for them, they can use that past situation as a place to help other people in those situations. That is when your gratitude can step up. This situation gave me a voice and an expertise type of level of communication to be able to talk to somebody that's in that situation. I can't talk to somebody that's getting her butt whooped every night by her man or whatever, because I ain't never been in that. And my little girl is going to be all right. Ain't going to help her because I don't know what I don't have it. I don't know. I know that he putting his hands on you is wrong, but I really girl, my forgive and my bloom and be president is not gonna help you from getting that ass whooping. <laughs> Sorry. It's like funny, it is not funny. Not, no, yeah. it's mm. no, but it's true. Yeah. It's, not. Yeah. it's not. Yeah. It's not. And women are going through this every day. And me coming to tell you, girl, just be grateful that you got a man, that ain't it. But if she does get up out of there and she finds the strength to use her voice, to use her testimony to be a voice voice for somebody else. Her gratitude is different. It's not, oh, I'm I'm grateful. No, it's like, man, this situation, I came out of it. And I can use it to help other women that are who was just like me or who are, you know, like I used to be. And I can give them advice and I can give them advice on things that I know patterns, like patterns. Remember, that's coming back up again. Like I can help a little bit more in facilitating like, oh, I can talk to you because I've been through this. And I know he's done this or she's done this or this is what's happening. And that person that you're talking to could be like, how do you know? Because I've been there. That's where you can find gratitude and say, you know what? That situation I went through was horrible, but it's taught me something. And I'm grateful for that lesson. Now, let me use this lesson to be a blessing to other women and men who are in domestic situations. Oh, you know, I lost a baby. I, too, have lost a baby. I am not happy that I did lose that baby, but I'm grateful for what it taught me. It taught me that working all day, all night is very toxic and it's taxing on the body. But if I wouldn't have known that, if I wouldn't have went through that experience, 
to know that I'm not a machine. How could I have appreciated any of the other babies that I had after? My other two babies came right after I had my miscarriage, mm-hmm. giving me a total of three babies. I'm sorry for your loss. But the correct, but yeah, what a beautiful nod to the memory of how it's changed you. Yes, and that's the gratitude I'm talking about. It's like the kind of gratitude that deeper. comes from your heels up. Like it. Come on. Like a, that, that's it's like it. you can't it doesn't even that's come it. from your gut anymore. It's like coming up your toes. <laughs> like yeah. like it just hits yeah. you like your whole body is in, engaged in the And that's why I didn't want to use and that's why I didn't want to just be like, "Oh, we just going to slap grateful, grateful, <laughs> grateful, grateful." Like, "Nah, baby. Nah, 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 nah. It's too many of us going through some real yeah. things and I would never put myself in a situation I pray I don't where it is condescending and I'm pacifying. Healing is real. Healing is brutal. Healing is ugly. It is sweaty. You are walking around some days looking crazy and out your mind because you're having a breakthrough. Or you're in your mind trying to figure out what happened. Did this really happen? Did somebody I care about who I let in really did this to me? Like what's going on? You're going around in shambles. And some way, somehow, because you just kept pushing forward, something just told you or gave you a feeling that you got you got to keep moving. There's something on your life that I need you to do. I need you to keep moving. There's something that I need you to see about yourself. And some reason you hook onto it and you go and you go. Each day it keeps going. Each day you keep going. Each day you keep going. And one day you wake up and the sun is shining on your skin. And there's complete silence and peace around you. And for some reason, whatever was bothering you, whatever, how long ago is not there anymore. In fact, it doesn't even hold the same weight anymore. I've done. I felt that. And you, I felt. Come on now. In my own shoes. I'm, the shoes were the thing. Yes. And even in some, in some cases, um, the conditions were the same. But how I was standing in my shoes felt different. How I was perceiving everything around me changed. And. Yeah, that's some, that's some, like you said, it's some sweaty work and it doesn't happen typically overnight. I mean, if it it happens like a light switch for you, that's amazing. Like you were just right time, right place appointed for that time to see what you needed to see. Mm -hmm. Um, But don't Mm -hmm. get discouraged if you felt like you have put this work in and things are still kind of like your hair is on fire. Um, Continue, reach out, build a community around you. Go to the Jewel Squad um, on Facebook. Come Be on. a part of a group of people that you can, uh, you can cultivate. I mean, it is a little, you have to trust you kind of blindly in some ways because there's just people on the internet, right? I mean, at the end of the day. But some of us, uh, you know, are good, good eggs out there and try to express yourself i'm a part of a group um at my church called expressions and it's for Mm. mental illness and chronic pain and i help facilitate uh basically going around and being able to share what's going on in that like safe environment and we also use some visual arts to help wordless expression because sometimes the words um won't come but you can draw about it or you can make a collage Mm. about it you can put together some ideas in a different way, um, which is why I kind of love how your visual arts is impacting this, you know, mental space. Um, However, so just if it's in your faith community, if it's just random people online, Mm -hmm. find a place where 
you can keep going because <laughs> the world has a funny way of seeing that you are trying to make progress and just like Murphy's Come Law. On. Like, okay, well, now your car is going to need all new wheels and your baby's going to have strep and you, um, your paycheck you thought you were getting yeah. is not coming and like just boom, 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 you know. And so it's yeah. like you almost have to be more proactive in protecting that space in your growth. Um, you yeah, have to get yeah. up. Yeah. You have to get up. You have to get up and you have to be active in your healing. Healing is not going to come miraculously with you not putting in the work. You have to be intentional. This is why I said like every theme in the jewel box, you'll see words like encouraged and intentional and rebuild. Um, like be present, forgive. And forgive is not always saying, well, you know, he killed her and, you know, he killed me. I'm going to have to forgive him. Like, baby, you handle that however you want to, but you handle it in a way that'll give you peace to keep going on your life and it don't stop nothing. You have to move with intention and know that nothing is going to work unless you water that plant. Nothing will grow. Nothing will grow until you water it. Especially if you're hiding it in a dark room. Giving it a voice, giving it light, shining the light on those places is crucial. If it never sees the light of day, I'm not saying you need to broadcast your whole life on Instagram stories and Mm -hmm. tell everyone your journal, journal, but give it light. (laughs) Let yourself see it. And yeah, or the plants just going to never even bud. It's just never going to go anywhere. I stay in those situations when you're healing and it's brutal and you can't talk to anybody around you. Journal. Mm Allow yourself to journal, allow yourself to feel, allow yourself to forgive, allow yourself to give forgiveness, apologize to yourself. Be intentional with your movements during your healing process. I think what makes the jewel box so special now, even more so, is the ability that it leaves room for you to figure out how you want to move when you're ready to move. But the the hints, the reminders can be placed all over your planner, your journal, your desk, your dashboard, your vision board, like you could put it anywhere. Just be intentional and do know if somebody want to try you, it's okay to feel like, man, I feel like I want to get bucked. But if you're a person that continuously is in trouble because you've been getting bucked, maybe you need to try a different approach. And maybe that's what the patterns that's showing up in your life is trying to tell you, like, not everything warrants ass whooping. Yeah. Like you need to, I learned that as a mother <laughs> you need to early like, on. it's much, much scarier <laughs> to lean over quietly and whisper in someone's ear. <laughs> yeah like not everything you need to yeah. kick open the door like shaft and say i'm here yeah. like sometimes you need to just be a little you got to do things differently life is about changing up your perspective and your beliefs to allow yourself to grow and to be able to use how you've done that letting it flow to other people so they can start doing it in their lives and just watch the domino effect like i wanted to have a place where i can actually have friends and women in the community that are on the same walk as me. I know not everybody's going to be like me. We're all unique. I understand that. But it feels really good when I'm going into these communities, especially like planner meetups and retreats, like planning a better me. Everybody's so positive. Everybody has almost the same goals. Like, man, I just want to just do what I love to do and go home. I love that. Like, okay, we can talk, we can eat, we can break bread, but also knowing that I have boundaries. And this is the place that this exists. And when I'm here in this particular space, I'm still going to be that light that I am. But I'd rather be a little bit more open and a lot more, more, just more attentive, more 
I want to say just in tune with the people that I've really allowed in my space. It's okay to have different types of levels of relationships with people to create the type of boundaries you need to protect your energy. My home life is very, very, very important to me and I protect it at all costs. Do you mean like you don't post any of it on social media? You don't talk about like, oh, my husband and I. Sometimes. Blah, blah, blah. I definitely have my own personal Instagram. And it's funny because since I've been posting, I haven't posted on that. I haven't posted on my personal Instagram in like four or five years. That's how much my business has taken over my social handles. And I finally started posting a couple months ago. And like all these like planner girls have found me. And I'm like, how do you want to handle this? I'm like, well, I'm not posting anything crazy. And I'm not that type of person anyway. I allow it. I'm like, sometimes people who really feel what you're saying and have bought into your products and they support you, it's okay to really let them see how you truly live. And when you look at my planner, like my planner um, account and my personal account, you're like, oh, E, I see it. E, you really speak it and you live it in that word you're talking about. And that's what I'm talking about, being in your authentic self. Like if you're authentic everywhere you go and you are who you are, even behind the scenes and in front of the scenes too with everybody, you don't have to be scared of what anybody says or what they come across. They ain't going to come across me twerking in no thong. I'll tell you that because I ain't never done that. But you're going to see like me with my kids at the library or me and my hubby getting ready to have bowling night. Um, those are the type of things that it's okay for you to enjoy your life, man. Life is about having fun. Life is about exploring new possibilities. Life is about forgiving and growing and just allowing your creativity and your love to flow. And I know sometimes it's not always as easy because some everybody's walk is different, but that just says that everybody's place of what they're learning and what they need to learn, their situation is to help them learn. Yeah, we're all that. on different timelines. I mean, we, yeah, it would be so boring we if we are. all just, like, it'd be like a shift of work in and, a factory. Like, all right, let's all have our midlife crisis. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up, everybody. And that's, <laughs> and that's why I'm telling everybody now with the jewel box, like, man, we're not in a humble state anymore. We still humble and everything, but it's time to put our confidence back out there. We've been humble for way yeah. too long. It's our time to shine. Jewel Squad is our time to shine. It is everybody's time to shine. We've been crying. We've been hurting. We've been depressed. We've been battling illnesses. People have been losing homes and marriages and jobs or just overwhelmed. The world is overwhelmed right now. And if you have been doing the work to find your light and your peace, man, you better celebrate. And you better smile and you better not be scared to enjoy your blessings. I don't care if it's a mama, a daddy, uh, a teacher from down the street that gave you an award and wants some of your blessings. You have the right to tell them, look, I don't know. I can't help you with that. What I got ain't going to help you. All I can do is tell you keep moving forward. But I'm going to enjoy the blessings that have come from my hard work of me healing and taking care What's of myself. What's the point of watering your plant and if I, you are never, ever going to girl, expect the fruit to come and enjoy it? Come take on. a juicy bite. Girl, take it and enjoy it and enjoy every moment of your life. If you've made a mistake, it didn't go over so well, you got to forgive. Yeah. You got to take Act care two. of that situation. Rewrite your story. Yep. Rewrite Act three, it. four, five hundred. Doesn't matter. Come yep. on. 
Some of us is still on chapter one. Some of us is on chapter 12. Some of us is on the last chapter because we've reached that point where we're elders now. Some of us are on the sequel. We're a three-part novel. (laughs) We have so much to write, we can fill up a whole library. (laughs) Man, I've been through some crazy stuff and stuff that I know like the stuff I know now, if I would have known it back then, I would have never had put myself in those situations. Well, that's but, wisdom like that, I said that before, comes as a benefit yeah. that you now have. You would yeah. never have asked that and to now come into your life. And if you could choose, you might have I'm, blocked it. But look at you now. You have that wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, God, low key. All that stuff I was going through at 15, at 21, at 23. Look at how we making a little money off it now, God. I see it. I see the blessing. Like, if I didn't have these things happen to be back there, how could I be able to use it now and really, like, put it in my art? Like, growing and getting through stuff is what fuels your creativity. How you create, though, that's your business. I know that for my stationary business, it's helped me a lot. It's helped me heal personally and it's helped me financially and career and life kind of like together. I'm in a great space. I got my kids. I got my husband. I got my core net of family that I have. That's my support system. And I am okay with being alone. Although you're not always alone. You collab quite a bit. Like, hey, you're on Planner Lifestyle. You're not alone. (laughs) You're sharing your voice loud and clear. But you know what? You got to be selective. You have to be selective with who you share yourself with and who you're sharing yourself with. And that's part of your self-love journey, too, is being open and feeling and knowing who is for you. You got to be selective. Uh, So the last box before this, the power box, you were collabing with Yasha. Could you elaborate on how that came together? And maybe even just like give a verbal uh, (laughs) tour of the imagery, like what colors they were and stuff. I mean, I'm pretty sure most people have seen it because it is just like bomb. But like, could you um, yeah, talk about that? Let me tell you how that happened. It was, again, planning a better me, child. Y'all better get ready because that retreat is going to be popping again this year. I am going again. Um, After that, I told you I was in a place of fasting in solitude. And um, people have been using me and Posh um, affirmations a lot. Like they'll take my jewel box stationary products and take her quote and just create spreads and planning, journaling, crafting projects. And it was just so much all day, every day we're being tagged together. I was like, God, if I'm going to trust you on this, I really want to collab with this woman. We've collabed before on paper clips and charms, but on a stationary box, we've never done anything. I said, let me just fall forward. I saw something. I hit her up. DM'd her, said, uh, do you want to be you know, you want to collab one day? She was like, oh yeah. And she was very direct. I love Posh. She was so direct that I had to take a look back. It was like, did she just text? Like, did she just say that? She was like, if we're going to do this, I want to be the last box that you do every year. I was like, oh, she wants the self-love box. I said, that does sound like Posh. Now, mind you, I had a whole nother theme that was already in the works. I had already paid for the illustrations to go through. We're moving forward with that whole different color scheme. When Posh said she wanted the last box, I did not tell her no. I said, God, I'm going to trust you. I said, yeah, girl, we're going to do this. How, what, what, we need to do? Like, what do we need to do? This is Posh. Like, Posh helped kind of define my style. Black and white stripes I got from that woman. 
And that is why it's all over the place in my boxes and stuff, because I had never figured out that I could put black and white together the way she was showing it earlier when the community had started blossoming. And I was like, I love that. So when we got together, definitely knew that the stripes was going to be there. Pink was definitely, and pink is my color, girl. That is my signature color. So I knew that we were going to make something happen. When we were coming up with the name and stuff, I needed to make sure that we kept the self-love in it because like I said, my last box for the year is self-love. And I want to always make sure that every year in December, know that you're getting a self-love box. That's just what it is. That's my heart. That's my moment. That's my baby. So I was like, okay, how are we going to put the name together? So we said self-love 2.0, the power edition. That just hits. And it does. And girl, when I tell you, I had to be scratching my head every five seconds with this woman because she did not rest until she got what she wanted and color, um, texture, um, what she wanted it to say, how she wanted to look. When I tell you, I had to get my butt up and look and research this minimalistic group of people. <laughs> Because I was having little attacks. Let me tell you something. When you look at the jewel box, I give you, I give you abundance. There is no lack. You're gonna get, a, you're gonna get enough of everything. And she was giving me little. I'm like, wait, what? You just want this amount of cards? Okay. I can't. Nope. I don't want that. I can't add a little. Sh- nope. That ain't my stuff. I'm like, okay. How do I work? God, what? What is this? I don't know how to design. And so God was like, girl, if you don't get up and go research these people. And I did, I took, I took a day. I have a very beautiful gift that I started accepting that. If you put something in front of me and I don't know about it, give me a day or two and I'll know the ins and outs. Who's killing it in this field. Who's not killing it. Why they're not killing it, but why this person is killing. Like I have a good ability to pick up on stuff. That's how I got started. And I went and I researched this minimalistic community of people. And child, by the time I sat back down with Pasha and I started rocking with her, well, okay, you want brick? I got that. She was like, now you coming with it. E, now you talking. I'm like, yeah, because I did my research. Let's do this. And the color scheme came together. I, we, we bounced ideas. Some things worked, some things didn't. We probably went to two different setups of the sticky notes. The sticky notes, however, I love. Um, the paper, I think, is number one. Because we used real textured fur, like in terms of photography wise, it's real fur, um, brick walls. Uh, what else did we use? We used croc. She's a big croc fan. So I had to figure out how to bring all these things that are her and the message of power we were trying to convey. The paper, why it's so popular. I'm almost, I'm almost sold out of that. I think I got maybe like two, three sets left of that. Um, if you look at the paper, you look at the fur, you look at the crock, you look at the wall. There's power in each of those textures. There actually is. And if you look deeper beyond the beauty of those things and how we set that up, like think of a brick wall. When you think of the three little pigs, who survived? Show as hell wasn't the brother in the straw house in that, uh, yeah. that wooden house. It was the one that had the brick house. Power. You think about that crock skin. Croc skin is probably the hardest thing for you to rip through, especially if it's cured and it's taken care of after, you know, the demise of the croc. It's very durable. Like that thing is strong. Okay. It's brilliant. You think about the fur, 
You think about women? We're so delicate. We're so nurturing. But baby, we beautiful, aren't we? We're so beautiful. And we're so divine in that essence when you think about our strength and that delicate. Like when you think of delicate, you don't think of strong, but baby, we are so strong. And the power that we have in ourselves, a lot of us have forgotten our power. Something was said to you, something was done to you, or you witnessed something that scared you, completely silenced your power. Now you're walking, you're walking every day with this fear and doubt, and you don't know where it came from because you haven't paid any attention to what triggered that moment. And something has to be a catalyst that'll come on its way to help you fight or flight. And a lot of us are choosing to fight. And then we're like, well, I remember I did this. Well, I remember before this incident, I was this strong. Your power is never gone. It's just right there waiting for you to remember it's there and watch it come out of you, bursting through every pore in your yeah, it's body. it's just been on mute. You have to turn and that, it on. Yeah, girl, you got to turn it on and you got to use it. Use it on your... Girl, use it anywhere. If it's toxic, it's not right. Use it. And I had to remember that when I got back from planning a better me, baby, I felt so powerful. Man, I feel so well, Stacey good, Flowers and like, her power speech... I was like, blew me up oh, in my shit. chair. I was like, yes. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. Woo. When she came out, she she get, I felt her energy. And her story was so, so, so tragic. But you saw how she found the gratefulness in all of it, how she found her power. And that's what I'm saying. Gratefulness is a state of mind. It's not about, oh, girl, you're getting slapped up. Be no, 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 no. Or this happened to you or somebody lost. No, no, no. It's who you are after the storm. And it's also who you are during the storm. During the storm, that's really where we get to see how strong you are. How you accept things, how you move around things, how much time. Be gentle with yourself on your self-love journey. Well, well one thing that just yourself. popped out to me is you said that, um, it, what do you say? The power, you get to see your power during, you get to see your power during the storm. Sometimes power, like I said earlier, about the leaning over to someone's ear and whispering something. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. can be way more powerful. So can actually breaking down and crying, like admitting yes. and asking for help, can be the most powerful thing you do for yourself. So it doesn't always have to look like power, meaning top of the king of the hill, um, top CEO. I'm fine. You're fine. We're all fine. You know, kind of thing. It can also be that power of yeah. You know what's mm -hmm. power. We're all going to die. Physically, we're all going to die. But there's power with me saying that and I'm okay with that. Versus there are people that won't even want to even want to say that. They don't even want to be met with death and them in the same sentence. That's power. We have to realize that things that are negative don't hold no weight unless you give it to them. And it took me the last two years, my 33 and my 34th year, to realize that, baby, everything I was given power and energy to delusional, not knowing better, but I know better now. And that's power. Your power is whatever you need it to be when you need it to be. And allowing yourself to be reminded with just a word that says intentional or to remember By who looking you at are. a piece of that's the thing about looking vellum. Like vellum. Yes! Like, okay, it's vellum. How is yes! that powerful? But yes, when you are kind of in this wavelength, in this yes! community of stationary and whatever you want to say, you can kind of get it. And 
That's why I love having this conversation because you get it. You're able to articulate your reasons behind things and just really shine a light on how these basically school supplies, if you will, craft supplies (laughs) are somehow changing the world. Like, how is this possible? How is this a thing? I mean, but you know why though? Like I said, there's a portal open right now. And maybe that's not the right word. Cause people think, oh, you're talking about Ghostbusters when the demons were coming. No, no, I'm not talking about Ghostbusters. What I'm talking about is we are in a beautiful, unique time right now where everybody is figuring out who they are and why they're down here. And they're figuring out a way how to exist and being an, uh, a source of light to continue to move in this world. And we get to experience that in this community. Now I'm not saying all women have come into this community and they were depressed or hurting and they just needed to find a way to get their life back on track and the planning helped them do that. But isn't it beautiful to watch a community that was underground had so much force and energy that we're no longer underground anymore. Look at all these beautiful mom and pop shops that have made it cross retails in the public and mainstream now. Look at how bright and beautiful oh, Lamika is shining. Oh, Capital Chic Designs, right? Look, ah! come on, come on now. Look at these beautiful women. Look at cloth and paper, just out there shining. Ashley out there killing it. I mean, these is women that when I when I came in here. We all just looking around like, girl, what you doing? Oh, no, girl, I'm just here just pushing out this. Oh, girl, I'm just here. Now look at us. Don't you have a sense look of pride? Look at what. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm just like watching I'm, this happen and I'm like, I'm so proud of you. Like, I don't really even know them, by, you know, particularly, but it's just so watching, exciting. I don't know why. It's just so great. Watching these, watching these women all across tell themselves why their kids are in their craft room while they're cutting stickers, like mommy makes stickers for the world. Baby, you better have that pride in you. And you better shout from down here all the way up until them stars. Like look at all these women from different shades, different religions, different walks of life, all in one community. And we all inspiring each other. We're all motivating each other. Lamika shine right now in Michael's is a testament of her hard work. Her seeing a situation that was not good for black women And now look at how she's blessing black women and not only black women, she's blessing all types of people with her art. I'm telling you, when you open yourself up to abundance during a time where you feel like there's lack and you say, no, 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 we're not going to operate in lack. We're going to walk in power. Look at how, man, I went out there to Michael's and I went crazy just like everybody else. And I use my stuff too. And I am a fan of so many women in this community. I'm rooting for everybody. I want everybody to win. I want everybody to get their coins. I want everybody to shine. I want every customer to win. Girl, you got goals and you're looking cute while you're putting your stickers in your planner so you can reach them goals. Girl, go off. I want every woman to know, every shop owner to know, I'm rooting for you to win. I'm rooting for you to win behind the scenes and I'm rooting for you to win in front of the scenes too. I want when we meet and when we see each other that you and I are welcome to embrace. I'm rooting for everybody. I may not talk to certain people no more. I may not be able to get close to certain people because of status, whatever the situation may be, but I will not let that stop me from rooting for you. I want everybody to win. So when people say, E, I want to collaborate, girl, let's do it. 
Now, have there been some things that have happened with collaborations that didn't work out? Yes. Is that okay? Yes. Adjustment is a part of life. Accepting is a part of life. And once we all know that we all have our uniqueness and what we bring to this community, God, could you imagine the power we will even have more when we all can just really build together? We can all really just push each other. I mean, look at what we've done already. We're getting Michaels, Joann's, all these big brands to see us. It's so many women coming into this community right now, and there's no lack. It's like, child, where was I? Oh, we got black dolls. We got Latin dolls. We got Asian dolls. Oh, child. Oh, this yeah. is me. But we didn't have that. We didn't have that. But we got up. We created what we wanted. We pushed what we wanted. We never gave up. Even when people said, oh, y'all going to have those type of dolls now? Ain't nobody going to buy that. We're buying them. Shoot. The reason why I keep designing is because I have a I have a tribe of Jewel Squad people behind me saying, E, we need this. I got women coming in, buying from my store all day, every day. Girl, I need more of this stuff. I'm journaling. I can't stop journaling. Because your life is that important. Your life is that meaningful. You are important. And every woman that is getting up and finding their voice today that have been home or at the job and realize that their life isn't what they want it to be and took a step forward in the direction to rebuild and to accept and to forgive, may the floodgates open up and you get everything your heart desired. You want more money? Go get it, queen. You want more fan base? Go get it, queen. You want to be home with your kids and just work from home? Go get it, queen. You want to do something phenomenal that you've never done and your family keep telling you you can't do it, but you did it and you're killing it. If they're not telling you, I'm going to tell you, get in it, queen. Go ahead and go off. Go off. This is your time to shine. There is nothing holding you back but yourself. And the minute I learned that I was holding myself back because I was being my biggest hater was the minute that everything I started putting out started capturing more people. That is a beautiful place to leave our listeners. <laughs> Come on. You know I could listen to you for another hour and a half, but I think everybody keeps telling me that. I cannot tell you enough. Like when we talk, I got that from E. Michelle. Our pod, our thing we did wasn't supposed to have went like that either. But it's something about being honest and just trusting the process. And not being scared of falling on your face and just saying that, you know what? I learned from that. I'll do better next time. She invited me to her show to meet the shop owner. And it was live visuals, not a podcast. And we just wanted to talk about the jewel box and just talk about shop stuff. But just like how we're having a heart to heart, it bloomed into a whole nother conversation. And I'm talking about tears from both of us, us sharing things about where our art is coming from. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I never wanted to accept that God wanted me to be in this space. But now that I have, I understand why. And I accept it. Part of my journey is accepting these things and embracing it and not being scared of it. The space that we all need to be in is to not be scared of anything or anyone, but to keep falling forward and to love more during hard times and situations that don't make sense. That's beautiful. Well, before we sign off officially, um, you do have mm-hmm. an offer for my listeners. Would you mind sharing the code? Yes. I feel so official if I have a code for my listeners. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> yes. 
And this code right here can be used on stationary products. You will not be able to use it on the box or any other products that are not stationary. Um, you, it is 10% off, and all you have to do is type in podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T 24, and you'll be able to get 10% off of your order. Please come by. Come check me out. I have die cuts, I have paper, I have pouches, I have pens, and all these things have great affirmations and cute designs up there to keep you motivated on your mental wellness, self-love journey. Whatever you're calling the journey that you're on, I got something for you. A perfect little reminder just for you to help you during those times that are unique for you. Thank you for offering again. That's podcast24 at thejewelbox.store. Is that right? Yep. Dot store slash shop. Erica, thank you so much for your time. I hope listeners thank you've you. enjoyed going on this. We shot, we like threw out a bunch of analogies to a bunch of stuff. We were plants for a while. We were um, in our journey. I think we were, <laughs> what else? We got to water our plants and we have to turn up our volume yes. on our radio and we have to. So yeah. yes, it is our hope and prayer that these are um, words that can meet you. And if this is a jam-packed episode for you, listen to it again. Go back, take notes on some of those sayings. Like, wait, what was that? That hit me. Um, it's worth rewinding. Like a lot of people listen in the car, so they can't always take some of those I can't wait. down. But this is, yeah, a lot to unpack. So um, yeah. I hope you have fun. I hope you have fun and you really get something here that'll help you with your passion project too because what you're doing and the voice that you're giving us shop owners is amazing like I've never done this in my life and if I was still the person I was a few years ago you asking me of my opinion about what I do like I would have never had given myself that much credit but to see this and to be in this moment again that you asked me to do something like this, it shows and gives me confirmation that I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Oh, well, and thank I'm you grateful for that. For that. that means a lot to me because I do see you as valuable and I wanted to know, I mean, I just knew we just met, I think we had shared one meal together at planning a better me. And yeah. even just from that interaction, I'm like, I want to know more. I want to more. And I stopped at your booth as well too. And just like, would you, and so for you to yes. be open up for me, be open enough to even agree to do that. Um, that really just makes me feel good too, that you're willing to take your time, um, to share with me. So I appreciate it. Okay, with that, have a good day, Erica. Thank you. Goodbye. What did I say? Fierce and fabulous. Absolutely could not be boxed in with clip teasers. I'm so glad you enjoyed this episode. Well, actually, I don't know if you enjoyed this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, let me know. Give it a rating, a review. What the heck? Tell a friend, tell a coworker. And remember, behind every planet, there's a person. And behind every person, 